Hey, hello, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. My name is Frank, and joining me this week, you guessed it, it's Tyler. How you doing, my boy? I am all right. How about you? Mm, I am a tired boy, but a very full boy, full of food. I, I ate a lot of food, but I need to eat more food. Ah, I am just a machine. <laughs> I just need fuel. Just shovel it in me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me fuel, just keep on going. Give me fuel, give me fire. Give me that which I desire. Oh, what yeah. I desire is video games. Mm. And I, thankfully, I have them. I have video games, actually. I have that which I desire, so you don't need to give me anything. Um, but thank you for being here anyway. Yeah, no, I, I, it's all good. I I have video games as well. Looking forward to talking about them. I guess before have, we get oh, into I've it. Got a, okay, yeah, go. Well, I was going to ask, did you watch that Vegas race? I did watch the Vegas race, and I was pleasantly surprised. Me too. <laughs> I say that yeah. trepidatiously because I feel like there are a number of factors that like really made this a weird one. Uh, <laughs> not least of which, oil being spilled on the track. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's just, it was just a bizarre weekend in general. Um, sucks for everyone who went. Actually, it sucks for the people who spent thousands of dollars to go there. Um, and yeah, I mean, weekend and had a whole like night of not seeing cars. Right. I mean, at least the race paid off. Qualifying was pretty good, but yeah, that first day was really bad. Um, with the uh, first practice only lasting like nine minutes or whatever it was, and then the second one getting canned and getting forced out. Ugh, God. That sucks. Yeah. And they should absolutely get their money back for that day, for sure. But uh, yeah, I, I, I having the worst luck. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Yeah, it's just crazy that that it just ripped ripped that thing right up. That drain cover. Um, that's uh, yeah. That whole whole thing was nuts. But uh, yeah, I thought the race was really really good. Probably one of the best of the year, and. I felt so bad for Charles Leclerc, though. I, I truly do think like that was his race to win, and he could have won if uh, the safety car didn't come out when it did. Because I, he was, was he, he was on it. Did did he, I thought he had an opportunity to pit? Like I I don't I don't think he was past the pits when the safety car came out. Was he? He wasn't. He wasn't. But his tires weren't that old, and I think that's why they decided to keep him out so he could get the lead back. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I guess it's one of those things like, yeah, what what would happen if he did pit again to get fresh tires, even though they were only like four laps old or whatever they were, I forget. But, yeah. Because he, he had some distance there. Uh, you know, that he he had the pace, I think, to stay ahead and everything. But it was really good. I, I was just shocked how well that track worked for, and for, for what it was and produced such great racing um and you know it's kind of like the the monza of street tracks in a way like you just you just need raw speed um and i think t 
too, watching those cars right after they come down the strip. There's that you know slow corner little chicane thing. Then they come ripping around that f- kind of kink to the start finish line. That is one of the yeah. coolest fucking things on the calendar. I'm like, man, I just did not think that that section would be as cool as it is. But you know, just the way that track worked, it allowed like some really good racing through there too. Um, it was it was cool. Um, but man, Checo's got to work on his last lap defense, man. Well, That's two times in a row now <laughs> on the last lap. <laughs> I think you also have to take into consideration that he was running a completely different setup. Uh, he was. Max yeah. Verstappen had a low downforce setup, and Checo didn't. And it seemed like right. the low downforce setup was the way to go on this track. Definitely. Because McLaren yeah, they, struggled as well. They couldn't. They can't really compete on low downforce tracks. So. No. Yeah, definitely. You needed top speed. For sure, and that that definitely hurt him. But yeah, it was it was good. I in the beginning though, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be a fucking shit show. Like right after the beginning, and all the cars like went off the fucking track, and a couple of them wrecked. And um, then Lando Norris had his really scary wreck. Um, a couple laps afterwards, I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be this whole fucking race. But it I worked don't out. think. I don't think, and we're going to talk about this first first turn incident. I don't think a five second penalty is uh, is a penalty for Max Verstappen there. Hundred percent, I totally I agree think, with you. Especially when they had the opportunity to switch the cars around, like yes, they, yep, like it w- it was as easy as it could be for them to do that, and to not do it is uh, I don't know, because you look. <laughs> If you look at like how much track is to the left of Max as he pushes off the pushes Charles Leclerc off the track, I mean, come on, <laughs> right? You, yeah, you can't call that a legitimate racing move. No, definitely not. I I, I thought that they could have inverted those cars. I don't understand why the stewards never do that. It's so, or they very rarely do that. It's weird. Um, because he definitely could have given Charles a lot more room, and um, I, I agree with you on that. It's one of those things of, like, I think they just need to rethink the whole five-second penalty period. Um, yeah. I think a few things deserve five-second penalties, like track limits, I guess, but maybe some things like that. But to me, if you're running another car off the road, if you make contact and that car's out of the race, like... That, that is, those things should not be five-second penalties. They should at least be ten. Because, yeah, five-second penalty to Max in a Red Bull is literally nothing. <laughs> Dude yeah. could pull out five seconds in two laps if he wanted to. Like, it doesn't... Yes. Like, especially just in that matter. situation where you're giving him clear air to push ahead. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Definitely. What are we doing here? I know. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, Me too. I, curious. I didn't look at the medical report, like what actually happened to Lando Norris, like why he was shipped off to a hospital, because a lot of the momentum from his crash got taken off by the spin. Like his car wasn't going extremely fast into that barrier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious on that too. I, I don't think they've said why. I think. On the broadcast, they just said precautionary checks, but that's that's it. Yeah. 
Maybe he just didn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who knows? Like, Please just just send me to the hospital. I don't feel like dealing with the media tonight. <laughs> and yeah, I who wouldn't knows? blame him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems like all the drivers are a little bit tired. <laughs> I mean, definitely. I mean, a little bit cranky. <laughs> yeah, everyone had a super packed schedule there. Plus, I mean, even their time, like that race ended at midnight. I think. The and second going practice. To fucking Abu Dhabi this fucking weekend. The exact opposite side of the fucking world. I think I saw that that is a 16-hour flight from Vegas to Abu Dhabi. Like, oh my god. That's crazy. Um, like, sure, they have a week, but still, like, that is just a crazy schedule. And then I think that second practice, that first night, they ended up doing it 2 in the morning, their time. Like, <laughs> I just don't get it. I, I, I get that they probably set that race at that time to try to get in, in like the whole whole thing qualifying all that stuff to try to get a better global audience but it's one of those things of like i just don't think that matters as much anymore in this day and age when there's like f1 tv and you you can watch it whenever you want you can record it whenever you want like i get you want to watch it live but i just don't think those things matter as much anymore that i think they they did say they are going to rethink the whole schedule and maybe have it a little earlier next year um Mm -hmm. so hopefully that would be good i mean to me it was worth staying up till three in the morning to watch but uh (laughs) yeah that is it is nuts that whole schedule um the last thing i i saw a great meme of uh so right at the end um the top three drivers had to get in that car to go over to uh, one of the casinos for the interviews, which was really weird. It was kind of cool to hear all the audio because it definitely came through a lot better than the usual cool down room, but it was kind of weird overall. took forever. It felt like, um, I saw a great meme of like, imagine that, but in 2021 and it's max and Lewis and, uh, in like Checo just oh, sitting there or Valtteri Bottas or something like that. That would like, be rancid. Oh, oh my God. Like I just picture like, I don't know, that Saudi Arabia race from 2021 when it was just fucking chaos, that whole thing. Like imagine that. <laughs> that sort of cool down room sort of thing. That would have been awesome. That was a great meme that I saw. The, the the only the only thing that would be worse than that is to have uh, James Corden in the in the row behind them. Oh God, yeah, that would <laughs> that would be awful. Absolutely. Ah, uh, yeah, fun race weekend. Season ends this this weekend. Last race. Yep. Definitely. And uh, yeah, and then we'll have oh, the the winter break. Uh, and we'll be back for testing in February. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, did you you know? Do you know about the situation with Max Verstappen and the price of his super license? Yeah. No, I did hear that. That it's like I forget. It's the first time like it'll cost pay, over a million pay, bucks. Or yeah, he's he's paying like. It would be in his best interest to actually not race. <laughs> yes, because, because the I think the more it's... points he earns, the more expensive it is. Right. Yeah, which is nuts. <laughs> it's totally crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the most expensive one ever um, yeah. because of that. Um, 
Yeah, it would be interesting, though, if he decided to just not race. But, uh, you know. I doubt that. Dude likes to win. I cannot believe that if he wins uh, on Sunday, he will have sole possession of third in all-time wins. Wow. At, like, he, he's tied right now with Sebastian Vettel. Like, and most of that has come in the past three seasons, too. You know? Yeah. I mean, he has... I forget, 18 this year, 15 last year, I think it was, and 10 in 2021. Like, just totally nuts. Um, and I imagine he will be very dominant again next year, too. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be a lot closer between other teams because uh, some of the other teams, McLaren, Ferrari, I mean, they've they've definitely closed the gap to Red Bull. You know, they're not totally there, but it's at least way more competitive than it was earlier in the season, so... Hopefully they can keep that up over the winter break and we'll have an overall more competitive year. But I just do not see a world where Max and Red Bull don't win the championships again next year. Just hopefully it's not as easy as this year. Yeah. All right, that's enough about racing. Let's get into video games, Tyler. I want to ask you, have you finished a video game? I have not finished a video game, but I've played okay. a lot of video games. Okay. For sure. Um, so I've I've put uh, let's just let's just get into it. I put a lot more time into Baldur's Gate three. Oh yeah. Um, How far are you? I I am about to journey off to um, where they are, whatever they are, Moonrise Towers. So that's where I'm about to go. Deal. I dealt with the goblins. Dealt with the Druids uh, at the Grove. Um, trying to think what else I did. Uh, the Goblins, so that that was that was a lot of fun. I I decided to pretty much take them out, and uh, that ends up being a bunch of fun because you basically can't walk through that place. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> without just getting in a fight. But it was a good time. Um, so, and and I, I think just some of the cooler character moments after that uh at least with you know those decisions there with zevlor and the whole crew and they'll come back you to your camp your little party with yeah the i did yeah i thought that was just so cool um so yeah did did all that i'm trying to think what else uh, oh so the whole thing with with um halson uh i the way i stumbled into that was just so cool um, because, you know, I, I haven't done that yet. We didn't, we haven't gotten there yet in our, our playthrough. And, uh, I just kind of wandered into that area and saw yeah. those little, little goblins there and, uh, got in a fight with the bear. So the bear was the enemy. I'm like, it's just a bear. Like, uh, whatever, you know, I'll just fuck all these motherfuckers up. It doesn't matter. Um, and then, you know, took the bear's health down and then it turned into Halston. I'm like, oh my God, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, so then I, I reloaded and went a different mm-hmm. direction. But it, it's just so cool. I don't know. It's, it's just so awesome how you can just kind of stumble into those things in this game. And um, so that was, that was really cool. Um, and he seems like a very, very cool, very interesting character. Eager to learn more about him. Um, so, yeah, just absolutely loving that game. Every Absolute, every second of it. Absolutely? <laughs> Hold yes. on. Hold on. 
are you are you a cultist? <laughs> no, 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 not yet. Okay. So um, yeah, I've also played some Baldur's Gate three. You're nowhere near Moonrise Towers. Um, are you about to go up the mountain pass, or you have you gone through the Underdark a little bit? I haven't decided which way I'm going to go yet. Like, I, I went through the whole goblin camp and all that stuff and went through all the conversations afterwards and then got the objective to either go one way or the other. So that's basically where I stopped. Okay, you're nowhere near Moonrise. Okay. <laughs> you're nowhere near it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've, pl- I've played plenty. I've... um. I've done a lot of uh, companion quests. I've had to make decisions about what I will and will not allow my companions to do. Mm. Um, sometimes I have to protect them from themselves. Interesting. Uh, that's what I'll say. Uh, sometimes you do have to make a deal with the devil. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I've really, really enjoyed it. I screwed up a little bit, so I had to like... I lost a little bit of progress because I wanted to actually do something, and I ac- accidentally triggered the story going forward before doing something that was vital. So I lost a little bit of progress, but I'm ready to go back into it and do that. And, uh, yeah. I I fucking love this game. I fucking love it. It's really great. Yeah. It, the but writing is amazing. <laughs> it is, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I just... The companion quests, I feel like, are are the best ones. And, uh, you know, I'm only kind of scratching the surface on them, but they're so fascinating, just from the beginning. Um, learned a lot more about Gale in my playthrough, and I just think he is just such an absolutely fascinating character. I mean, they all are, but... Yeah, there's just... The writing is just so well done. So well done. So captivating, just immediately. I love it. Yeah, I'm... I'm at the point where I just need to do like two or three things and then I'm going I'm infiltrating Moonrise Towers. All right. I'm getting in there and I'm going to face off this with this Ketherick Thorn bastard. Ooh. And uh he's going to he's going to fucking eat my blade. <laughs> I've got yeah, I'm I'm ready for him. <laughs> it's and I'm ready to eventually, you know, Maybe one day I'll get to the city of Baldur's Gate. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you uh, been playing with your lady friend more, too? Yes, we have also been playing. We are in the Shadowlands, closer to Moonrise Towers than you are. Um, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. We've been playing a lot. Uh, I've been letting her take the lead on a lot of stuff. She has made some decisions that I would not necessarily make because maybe I'm just a cold-hearted bastard. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> does she play a, a nice person? Try to be nice, she at least. Does. Okay. She does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit mean. <laughs> sometimes you gotta be mean to get what you want. Yeah, sometimes. I try to be in the middle. It depends on the situation. Mm. But, yeah. I'm, yeah, I... I've already got my next playthrough planned out, but I haven't even finished this one. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, speaking uh, of finishing, oh, well, the one thing I'll say too that uh, is cool 
is the whole um oh my gosh the i'm blanking on the name of it but the powers with the tadpoles and you can put yeah, them in your brain yeah. yeah have you been slotting tadpoles in your brain fuck yeah let's mm. go yeah my girlfriend refuses really <laughs> refuses to put tadpole more tadpoles in her brain oh that's interesting are you did are you doing it in your solo playthrough oh yeah yeah me my, too. Br- my brain is almost full of tadpoles at this point <laughs> nice yeah I I was like, yeah, let's let's go. It's probably I, I a, a terrible shit. decision. It's probably <laughs> awful. Probably, but in the moment, I like it. Fuck it, let's go. Yeah. So yeah, that that whole thing is is cool. It opens opens things up more. Yeah, love it. Uh, yeah. Well, Tyler, I have finished like a dragon Gaiden. Woohoo! All right. Um. It's not for the faint of heart. If you can't stand watching a grown man cry, don't get to the end of that video game because you will see a grown man cry, and it will be very sad. Um. And yeah, it's just that game ends beautifully. The segue into Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth is pretty amazing. Um, and I cannot wait for that game to come out. <laughs> uh, but. Like a Dragon Gaiden was incredible. It was great. Nice short game. I yeah, I think I beat it in what 25 hours and I did a lot of the side stuff. Um yeah. Really impressed with it. That's awesome and uh very exciting. Um because of how much it ties into Infinite Wealth, do you think I should play this? I think you should play yeah, I, I've honestly been thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, yes, I. there's a number of Yakuza games I still need to play. I've only played zero in that timeline. I think I'll be able to, uh, even if I go back to those games eventually, which I want to uh, at some point, um, you know, they'll be great. I'm sure there's some things that I won't get in in this game, but I just keep hearing how much it ties into Infinite Wealth. And I'm like, damn, I just I just feel like I need to. Because I'm definitely playing Infinite Wealth, and I feel like I need to play this game. So yeah. I'm thinking about it. So I might might start that up here soon. Cool. Uh, what else have you got on your plate now, though? Um, a lot more Spider-Man 2. Um, You're not done so, with that game yet? <laughs> not yet, no. Um, just, I'm just kind of cruising through. At, you know, I'm not... I'm kind of playing it, I don't know, maybe once a week. Because I honestly, I keep wanting to just play Baldur's Gate three. I spend a lot of my time. Um, so, um, yeah, Spider Man two though is really good. Uh, so the game says I'm thirty four percent complete, but then fifty eight percent on the story. So um, I am cruising along on the story, and it is interesting. I definitely have gotten to a point where the story's turning a little bit. Um, so that's been very fun, and I'm curious where it'll go because I just I feel like yes, I'm 58 percent through, but I'm like I just feel like a lot more needs to happen in kind of a short amount of time. So I'm kind of curious where it'll go. Um, but then you know a lot of the side activities there's some newer side activities that are more combat focused that are really fun and um, kind of shake things up. Um, 
getting different powers with Peter and Miles now. Um, I've said before that I like I like playing as Miles more. I still think that's true, but gotten some interesting new powers with Peter that I think makes him a lot more interesting to play um, overall. So that's that's cool. And then uh, just yeah, a couple of the actual side missions. So not some of the activities, more of the side missions themselves have actually been pretty good. They're not like world changing or anything, but they're they're very nice stories. Sometimes you play as a totally different character, which is really interesting and just unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm just really enjoying it. It's just, it's a delight to play. Um, so, yeah. Uh, to, uh, the one thing too is uh, the game defaults to um, um, the graphical mode. Um, I'm totally blanking on the fucking name of it. But, uh, and I was like, this game feels pretty good to play. But but then I was just a few hours into the game, and I'm like, wait, what mode am I playing on? And then I put it on performance mode, and I'm like, oh my god. Like, just a, it's just night and day. Playing a game like that, 30 frames to 60 frames. And it still looks really good in performance mode. So, yeah, definitely recommend a performance mode on that. If so. it's a spoiler, don't answer this, but have they hinted at their Wolverine game at all? Not yet. Uh, so Not that I've seen yet, so okay. no. Um, which we didn't throw it in the news, but there was a report that that game is targeting 2025, actually. Okay, all right. Uh, and will be set in uh, Madripoor, I think it's called, the world, the fictional world for Wolverine. So, okay. yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, loving Spider-Man 2. Outside of that... Um, just a, a little bit of Forza Motorsport every once in a while, you know. I, I'm not really like sitting down playing this game like all the time, but every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, I feel like just running through a, a series of stuff, so I'll sit down and do that. So nothing, nothing crazy there. But the other day, I was really itching for some fucking Halo, so I went back to Halo Infinite mm-hmm. and uh, played Halo Happy Infinite. Halo yeah, played it for for you know, a little less than an hour and. Um, that game's really good. I mean, they, they, some of the core things are still the same. Like there's still progression in the battle pass with challenges, but they've made it a lot easier to just get experience, um, to level up. Um, you, you are actually getting, uh, kind of experience in ways in the game. Plus they've just added other things like, um, you're, you played a special playlist plus a hundred, like, you know, just depending on what you're doing, there's just a lot more game modes too, a lot more maps. Um, so that, that's all been really cool. One of the things I ended up playing was they have this playlist that is just Halo three maps that have been remade in forge. Um, and they've kind of reused these maps and that's been a lot of fun to go back and experience those maps with halo 5 mechanics basically or halo 5 halo infinite mechanics and uh just that movement um and all that so that's been that was a ton of fun to go back and do um some absolute bangers there with the halo 3 maps so so yeah um halo halo infinite is 
is awesome. Uh, they one I, I just I love too with Halo Infinite how you can go buy back and buy any of the battle passes at any point. Um, so there's a few seasons that I haven't played at all, and I, if I wanted to, I could go back and pick those up. Plus, three four three put out a few free battle passes, like just twenty or thirty level battle passes that are just there for okay. you. You can go back to like there's one right now that's. 20 levels uh, i think that you can go back to um i think they've also done a lot more with just customization um of your armor and you know all that good stuff too so yeah they've definitely improved the game a lot and there's a lot more there to do um and the game is still just as fun as ever to play and loved it so yeah it was great to go back to cool yeah um I guess really quickly, I've jumped back into Cyberpunk 2077 Ooh. with their huge new update. I bought the Phantom Liberty DLC. Um, I'm playing it on my Steam Deck. Ooh! It's yeah. running surprisingly well on my Steam Deck. I'm suspicious at how they're doing it. And I'm still seeing a few bugs, but it isn't, like, a nightmare or anything. It's, I mean, occasionally I'll see, like, an NPC, like, a, a cop on the street, like, walk through a pillar and then just come out the other side. Like, sometimes I'll see that, but it's not very often. Frame rate seems okay. Um, and, yeah, it's just generally working on my Steam Deck. I've been playing that. I'm close to being able to get into the Phantom Liberty DLC, so I'll have more to say about that once I get there. Um, yeah, I, st I, I started a brand new game. I guess that's the thing I should say. I started a brand new save because the whole leveling system changed, and I didn't feel like respecking and trying to figure out what my build was going to be. I'm just going to learn as I go. Um, and I'm having a good time with it. I think Cyberpunk 2077 might be a good game now. Yeah, it seems like it with this 2.0 yeah. update and expansion and everything. And yeah, I think it. I think when I go back to it too, I I forget how ten hours maybe that I put into it when it first came out. And when I go back to it uh, eventually, I'm definitely restarting as well because they they change so much. It just makes sense. So yeah, that's um, awesome. And then there are some games. There, there's a, there's a Steam sale going on, and I bought some games that I'm going to be able to play on my Steam Deck. What'd um, you get? One of one of them you're going to be baffled by. Okay. Um, so I got Horizons Gate, which is kind of a proc gen adventure shipping game, sort of. Like, you're sailing on a ship from port to port doing missions. Procedurally generated smaller indie game. Um, gotcha. Because I know Sea of Thieves just isn't going to come out ever. I mean, not Sea of Thieves, uh, Skull and Bones. <laughs> uh, I know that's just not going to be a thing. Um, <laughs> I got right. Greedfall really cheap. Oh, yeah. You remember Greedfall? I do. Very uh, Dragon Age-inspired. Yeah. Yeah, right. Bioware-esque uh, RPG. Yeah. And then I got Red Dead Redemption 2. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I wonder if I play that game slower, if I'll just enjoy it. 
Yeah, uh, that that was basically my question because I remember you not being super high on Red Dead Redemption Two at the time when it came out. So yeah, I'm I'm curious if when you go back to it, how you will feel. Yeah, and I just I I kind of have I don't know. It's it's weird to say that I have like an itch to do like cowboy stuff when Red Dead Redemption <laughs> seems to be the only game that's going to give me that, and it was a game that disappointed me. I just don't know what other game I could play to, like, maybe get that, other than, like, some... I mean, I guess I could play Weird West, but like, yeah. that's not the same. That's, like, the Weird West. That's not the... It's it's a different thing. Um, So, yeah. It's just, like, Red Dead Redemption's all I've got in that genre right now, so... Yeah, it's definitely. It, I'm gonna give it another go. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm curious how that how that goes. I mean, it's definitely the best cowboy game out there. Yeah, for sure. Did you, you ever play the first one? Shit. No, I didn't. Yeah, that that one's that one's very good. I mean, obviously now it's probably a little bit more janky than mm-hmm. you know. I just think up. old Rockstar games are janky. So they are to, go, to play an old Rockstar game would probably be impossible for me. They are, and yeah, I, mean, I can't. It, I can't even go back and play GTA Five right now. Like, if you asked me to go back and play that, I'd be like, uh, "This controls like ass." <laughs> yeah, uh, and that makes me very curious how GTA Six will play, because um, yeah. GTA Five and Red Dead Two at the time, it was like, man, yeah, this is definitely the best playing Rockstar game, but there's still w- just weird things about it that they choose to do. Um, that first game, I think, is really good from a story perspective. Like, just incredibly well done. Um, uh, the, I'll never forget playing that game the first time. Because um, it was at a time where I kind of fell off of games, but was kind of coming back to them. I was like, eh, I heard a lot about Red Dead Redemption. I'll go back and play it. So I honestly had no idea how it ended at all. And that that ending just completely fucking blew me away. I mean, that, the whole story is fantastic. Um, I think Red Dead 2's story might be a little bit better, um, but obviously Red Dead is uh, Red Dead 2 is much longer as well. And anyway. maybe I won't even focus on the story all that much. Maybe I'll just like fuck yeah. around in that world. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty to to do and see in that world for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a great game. I've I've also got. I didn't buy it, but I'm I'm staring down Dragon's Dogma. Mm. I'm staring at it. It says I can play it on my Steam Deck, and I'm I'm looking at the. I'm just going to dive right into the news right now. Let's do it. I'm I'm looking at the potential re- release date of Dragon's Dogma Two that was leaked allegedly. Leaked. This is what what, what we see here is March. 22nd being the release date. Um, seems like a pretty reliable leak here. Uh, the ratings board leaked it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And March 22nd is a Friday, and that's when a lot of brand new games come out nowadays, either a Tuesday or a Friday. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I absolutely think more of this, this is game it. pretty soon, though. Like, there's going to be a showcase uh, November 28th. Yeah. Yeah, and and so Capcom recently said that they had like a 
unannounced major game coming in the first quarter of 2024. And I wonder if this is it, but they did say unannounced, which is why yeah. like a lot of us, including us, are thinking Monster Hunter. But maybe this is it. I don't I don't know. It'd be a really short turnaround for a Monster Hunter game, but I don't know. They did say unannounced, but they announced, but... <laughs> they announced Dragon's Dogma too. I know. Like, that's that's, that's why they can't Right, right. So I I don't know. We'll we'll they see. They can't do this. Yeah, we'll see. Game Awards around the corner. Maybe we'll get some some announcement. But yeah, I think this is this is definitely seems like a lock for the release date here. And I'll be honest with you, uh, this game looks cool, and I think that release date is way sooner than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be like a deeper in twenty twenty four, maybe twenty twenty five game. So the fact that it's probably coming out in March is pretty exciting. Um. Coming even sooner than March, next month even, Cyberpunk 2077 is getting an Ultimate Edition. Um, December 5th, this will be coming out. I imagine they'll just be advertising it at the Game Awards, maybe. I think that's the timing that's happening here. Yeah. Or at least in time to advertise it. Uh, But yeah, this is going to, yeah, Cyberpunk and this Phantom Liberty DLC all in one. Uh... You'll be downloading. I I see. I I saw that. Not all the game is not on the disc. Let's be real. The entire game is not on the on the disc. They, Phantom Liberty is not included on the disc. You're gonna have to go download it. And if you want a patched version of Cyberpunk, you're gonna have to download the fucking patches. Let's be real. Right. Definitely. Yeah, and I think I saw that. I think the Series X version comes on three discs. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> just, god! Just so How did stupid. that fit on my Steam Deck? I know. Hold on, it's so so weird. Hold on, how much space is that taking on my Steam Deck? Because I have a lot of games installed there. <laughs> I I need to check my storage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think this is this is obvious. This is just an obvious move, and you know, Cyberpunk's had a great turnaround. There's a lot of goodwill behind it now again. With all the work they've done, $125 million later just to fix the game. Um, makes sense to put this version out. I mean, they did this for The Witcher 3 with all of its expansions, and that game just continues to sell. So, no doubt, this will continue to sell well. So. Have they said if there are going to be additional expansions, or is Phantom Liberty the only one? I can't They remember. said Phantom Liberty is the only one. I think. Okay. I think at the time... If I remember correctly, the plan was to do two expansions like they did for The Witcher 3, but I think because of how poor the game was at launch, they, uh, yeah, obviously had to take time and money to fix that and then just decided to just do one big expansion here at Phantom Liberty, which I think at this point is fine. Like, just move on, make Witcher 4, make the sequel to this game. Yeah, makes sense, but, yeah. You know who I wish would move on is Naughty Dog. (laughs) <laughs> they are remastering yet another game this time it's Last of Us Part 2 this has been re- rumored for a while and it is confirmed Last of Us Part 2 remastered will be arriving January 19th for the Playstation 5 um yeah they're doing it they sure they are. are here's the thing to me on this one uh 
a couple things. One, I'm just, I would have thought they would have honestly gotten this out sooner. Only because the game came out just a few months before PS5 came out. Yeah. Just would have thought they would have had this out maybe, maybe in, what, 2021? Something like that. Um, kind of like they did with uh, The Last of Us 1, I think. It came out on PS3 right before PS4 came out. And then not long after PS4, they had the the uh, the remastered version of that game. So, kind of surprised it took this long. But with the HBO show and everything, I'm sure they want to get it out. I thought they would have held it longer, too, to just time it a little bit more with the second season, which is not going to come out till 2025, HBO said now, so, because of all the strikes and all that stuff, so, um, yeah, but here's the thing, why I personally am not very uh, bummed out about this, um, is because there's the $10 upgrade. I'm honestly really surprised Sony's doing that. Um, $10 upgrade to get some graphical enhancements, DualSense integration, that stuff's awesome. Uh, this roguelike mode, this no return mode, honestly sounds really cool. And I think for Last of Us and that gameplay is really neat. So I'm actually interested in that. Um, this whole Lost Levels thing sounds cool as well, um, to throw that in there. Um, so I think there's definitely enough there to warrant a $10 upgrade uh, if you own the game and want to play it again. So, I'm down. I think this is very interesting. Um, and This is yeah. the last one they get. This is the last one they yeah. get. They go back and start doing Uncharted. <laughs> I'm going to well, fucking blow a fuse. I mean, they did do Uncharted 4. <laughs> they, did, they did do a remastered of that. Uh, it's nowhere near as, I guess... Uh, value-packed, you could say, as this game is. If they start doing re-remasters, I'm going to fucking explode. I mean, let's be honest. They're going to do a Last of Us 3. It might not be on this console. They will fucking do it again with Part 1 and Part 2, and then, then they'll do it again, and they'll be like, get all three games in one bundle. Why not? You know, yeah, so that way they only have to release a new game every ten years. <laughs> yeah, here's here's three games and sixty hours of misery, all on one disc. You know, I love these games, but they are <laughs> they are very depressing. They, like, they are on pace to like. When was the Last of Us two? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Man, when do you think they actually release a new video game? <laughs> well. I mean, I think we've talked about it a lot, but I think I think their whole factions multiplayer probably should have been out by now. I think that was the plan is to have that thing out, you know, this year or early next, probably um, because earlier this year they said that they were going to start showing it off. Um, So, and I think with all that with Bungie situation, that's kind of screwed some things up. I think they are working on... They said, too, they are working on, like, a new single-player game, whether that's Last of Us 3 or something brand new. Who knows? So, I don't know. I still think it's... Unless, if we don't get the Last of Us multiplayer game, I I think it's going to be a few years before we get anything new from Naughty Dog again. So, yeah. And, I mean, with the... They're going to release... One game per console generation. 
I mean, at this point, yeah, with with how long they take to make their games, how detailed they are, it doesn't surprise me. Because, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, so January 19th when this thing drops, I think if you haven't played this game, it's worth it. The $10 upgrade makes it worth it. And I'm just very surprised Sony is doing this $10 upgrade thing. Maybe it goes away. Maybe like that's the only thing that exists for like a little while. Because Maybe. you've got to imagine there's some used copies of The Last of Us Part Two PS4 sitting around. Yeah. Man, I, mean, I think I, I saw today. I mean, we're recording on Black Friday that Last of Us Two's on sale for twenty bucks. You could get it right now, and then you pay ten dollars, and you have the latest and greatest version of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think they know they're probably, with that $10 upgrade, leaving some money on the table, but I think they also know that it's probably not worth the PR hit to not do that. You know, so. <sighs> okay. Also, I got that out of my system. Oh. Well, well, the last thing I'll say is that is also nice. It's not, only, not only is the $10 upgrade fee nice, but it your saves carry over, too. If you already own okay. the game. So that's nice as well. So if you wanted to hop in and do like a new game plus run or something like that, you could do that. So, yeah. It could okay. be worse, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, did we talk about this Wonder Woman? Th- I feel like we already talked about this Wonder Woman thing. Yeah, it was either the oh. last episode or the one before. Um, there was a job listing for... For for at Monolith for uh, helping maintain a live service product or game, so everyone's thinking, oh boy, Wonder Woman's going to be a live service game. I still don't totally believe them, but Warner Brothers has come out and said no, that it is a single player, single player action adventure game set in a dynamic open world uh, with the Nemesis system. You could say the same thing about Shadow of War. And that game had all these microtransactions and kind of live servicey stuff and was kind of gross. I don't believe them until this game is out. I just do not believe them on that. No. Um, yeah, I just... I, I don't know, man. I just don't. Uh, yeah, me either. I mean, especially when they're... CEO is saying that they want to basically turn all their games into live service games and look at what what's happening in the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I mean, I just don't believe them until we actually truly see it with this game. Uh, let's see. What else have we got here? Um, the KOTOR... Everything fucking going down over at uh, Embracer. The future of the KOTOR remake uh, has been in question. Apparently it's still happening. Um, Saber Interactive is taking... Has taken over. They've been working on this for a bit now. It was, it was first... Yeah. Aspire had been working on it. But then... Uh, I guess Embracer lost confidence in them, maybe justly. Uh, and then Saber Interactive has been working on it since. Saber Interactive still working on it. 
Uh, we'll see if they can still work on it after, you know, Embracer inevitably lays off half their staff, too, but we'll see. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I, I, am a, I don't really know what to believe with this um, because I think it was Jeff Grubb reported that this game's pretty much dead, and Jason Schreier said no. He was told by two people at Sabre that they're working on it. Both those guys are pretty reliable with their reporting most of the time, so I don't really know what to believe with this one, but I also don't think we will ever see this game at all at this point because apparently, too, Sony has completely cut ties with this game. Like, I'm curious what the fuck happened with this thing. Like, what did they see? Uh, what did Sony see Where to the point where they were like, nope, and apparently they, like... Um, deleted the uh, announcement trailer from their YouTube channel and all that shit. Like, Sony is noped the fuck out on this thing. Um, which just makes me so curious what the state of this thing is. Um, I mean, it just... Yeah, it sucks. It, it feels like it's it's such a home run to remake this game. It's been a game that uh, a lot of people want to be remade. Um, with modern hardware, I just don't think they got the right teams to do it at all. Now, Saber's pretty decent, um, so maybe they can save it. But I just don't believe in Embracer, especially with all their management woes as of late. In Aspire, you know, I'm not trying to like take a dump on them. It's just they just haven't done anything to this caliber. I just don't think they got the right team to do this from the start and uh we'll see what happens with it but i i don't believe in it very much it's a shame makes me think that maybe i should just play the old kotor games instead of waiting for this (laughs) yeah probably should at this point yeah uh let's see what do we have next uh, we've got some unannounced things, some rumors. We've got Borderlands. Tyler, you like the Borderlands. I do. Tell me about this new Borderlands game. Yeah, so apparently someone put on their LinkedIn um, from us. They work at a support studio called Lost Boys Interactive that they are working on Borderlands 4, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands 2, and an unannounced Brothers in Arms game. Um, in space, he also they also said that uh, the game is are being built on Unreal Engine four, which is kind of interesting with five being out at this point. Um, yeah, I think none of these are a surprise, and honestly, you know, obviously that's not a lot to go off of. But uh, um, I would think that Embracer owning Gearbox, even though they're trying to shop them around. Probably told Gearbox to just make Borderlands 4. <laughs> You're not doing anything else. And uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands 2, I really enjoyed playing. I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing that happened in that game, story-wise. It was it was just one of those games where I just absolutely loved... Kind of like Out, Outriders, right? That's the game one of those. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I loved playing Outriders. I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing that happened in that game. I just kind of zoned out and was just shooting stuff and... Have a good time. Same with Tiny Tina's. Um, Borderlands 4, I liked Borderlands 3 from a gameplay perspective, but, man, that story was awful. 
Those main villains were awful. A lot of bad writing in that game. Oof. I just I just feel like writing wise between Borderlands two and three, Gearbox just totally fell off the cliff. Um, so, eh, a little cautious on that front. We'll see. We'll see. That's this is uh, Brothers in Arms though would be cool to have back as well. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, it just uh, it seems like we'll we'll have a lot more Randy Pitchford in our future here eventually. Yeah. Oh God, no! I kind of—I don't know. I kind of miss the days of Randy Pitchford. Let's go. His sweaty <laughs> magic hands. Yeah. I just miss reading some of those just absolutely ridiculous stories of stupid shit he would say. Guy's just crazy. He's a menace. He is. <laughs> he totally is. Yeah. Um. Tyler. They're going to release another Call of Duty game next year, believe it or not. Shocker. Whoa. I would call into question if they should. Me too. Judging by this year's game. <laughs> uh, God, this year's game sucks shit. Yeah, I just keep bad. seeing so much stuff. I saw something, there's a bug where people can sprint while in prone. Oh my God. No. What? Oh, that's terrible. I've that's not terrible. seen those types of types of bugs since the original Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to try again. Treyarch is developing the next Call of Duty game. It's going to take place during the Gulf War. It's going to be a Black Ops game, but they haven't officially named it. It's going to exist in that world somewhere. Um yeah, they <laughs> they say it's going to have quote unquote a nuanced narrative. <laughs> uh, sure, as if these games aren't just propaganda every year for the U.S. military. But uh, let's let's just not pretend that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're gonna do it again. Hopefully, this one's better than this year's game. Hopefully, they have more time to make it. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, also, this report is saying that they're they're rethinking some of their pre-order bonuses. So, I think the past two games, um, if you pre-ordered them, you got the campaign like a week early, I think it was. But they're considering it to be maybe even weeks of early access if you pre-order it. I'm like, oh my god put even more fucking stress on the development team that's probably already just struggling to move at such a fast pace to get the game out like jesus christ um so yeah we'll see how that goes i don't know i mean we'll we'll see what this game looks like but you know, it'll probably be either called Black Ops 5 or Black Ops Golf War. You know, they had Black Ops Cold War. So let's do Black Ops Golf War. Why not? And, uh, yeah. Also, this whole report, too, saying, like, oh, it'll fo- focus on more traditional military combat tech and Black Ops gadgets rather than some of the futuristic 
tech. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I feel like it's every other Call of Duty that is a selling point of the game. Yeah. Oh, we're going back to more traditional military tech, guys. Don't worry. It's like, dude, come the fuck on. That, <laughs> I do this every other year. Every other year. Yeah. Y'all fucked up when you hated Infinite Warfare. I'm not, I'm going to yeah. be that guy. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved that game. And it was so cool. That is one of the best campaigns I've ever done in Call of Duty. It was so interesting. And everyone hated it. And I'm like, why? I I just thought it was it was it was cool, man. We can't man. have nice things, Tyler. We just can't. No. So, yeah, I just feel like Call of Duty can never go super futuristic ever again, which sucks. They're just stuck in this modern warfare in Black Ops hole in the random World War II game. You know, it's like, oh my god. They should go prehistoric. Clubs and spears. Fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. Uh, God. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's the news. That's all the news. Tyler. What, What time is it? What, what week is it? Let me look at the calendar. We don't have that much time left this year, do we? <laughs> no, we don't. We do not. Shit. Um, Goddamn. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. End of the year is fast approaching. Before you know it, we'll be doing our Game of the Year show. Wait. So, Game Awards is what, 9th? To 7th. Oh, the 7th, okay. It's on a Thursday, okay. Damn, so we only have one show between now and the Game Awards. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yes. Alright. Well, damn. I have to think about things. I have to to start making lists, goddammit. I know, yeah. I'm not done playing video games. I'm not ready to make a list. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Same here. I need to play Alan Wake too. Yeah. I keep seeing cool shit. And I need to stop seeing cool shit and start experiencing cool shit. Ah. <sighs> Alright. Well. I think that's going to do it for the show unless you have anything else. Nope. That's that's it. For me. Uh. Alright, well, you all know what you gotta do out there. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends, all that good stuff. Until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Mwahaha. <laughs>